Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, hello. Welcome to Jewel Says. I'm Julie, Jewel's grandmother, mom. Just a little reminder that all opinions, perspectives, memories that I talk about on here are mine. They're not the opinion of any staff or anyone who has anything to do with any podcast platform that you're listening to. Just me, unless I have a guest, and then their opinions are theirs. You might be aware, well, I'm sure I've mentioned it. I don't remember everything I talk about, so I'm really sorry if I'm repetitive. But you might be aware that I audition for voice work. I no longer audition for audiobooks on ACX because of the fraud thing. I have a whole episode on that from earlier. Plus, now that I'm working, I don't have a lot of time to devote to voice stuff, and I find audiobooks a slog. It takes me about eight hours per one hour of finished audio. I think people assume that it's maybe one and a half to one, but it's a lot more than that for me to do the whole thing. Anyway, I would love to do an audiobook in a studio with a director and a sound engineer, but I don't want to do the whole thing myself. So I still do get the occasional short-form job on Voices.com. And I audition quite a bit, a lot more than I get hired. And sometimes I get shortlisted. I check the stats. And very often I can see that no one has even listened to most of the auditions I submit. Most of the time I hear nothing back. They don't tell you that you're not getting a job, and that's fine. I completely understand if an employer gets 50 or 100 auditions or however many, and they hear something they like on the 10th listen, why would they waste their time listening to the rest? It makes sense. And I've had people say to me that they think it's awful that the casting people don't even let you know. But I actually don't see it that way. Because to me, the job is just submitting the audition and then letting it go. And let's be honest, even when you're applying for a regular job, companies don't let every single person who applied know that they're not being considered. They might send out an automated email saying we received your application, but that's it. It's too time-consuming to contact everyone. I personally think an organization should let everyone who made it to the interview stage know. But for the voice stuff, the job is just working on auditioning well, submitting, and then just letting it go. Well, I heard from someone last week. I got an email telling me I had a message in the app. Of course, I thought, yay, because they never message you unless they plan to hire you. 
I logged in to see this message. Julie, we appreciate your taking the time to record your audition for our proposed project. Your voice is not the right fit for what we're looking for. Wow. I felt a little bit, I don't know, deflated? Maybe even a little bit offended, which is ridiculous. I would have felt nothing and not even given it a second thought if they had said nothing. And I realized this is why you'd rather not hear back. You don't want someone telling you no all the time. That would be awful. I do appreciate that they were trying to be respectful. So I think it was, I think the intention was good. I think it was meant to be considerate. So I don't think it was wrong of them to let me know. But I was a bit surprised at how I felt about it. Plus how they said it. Your voice is not the right fit. Maybe if you're going to tell the person, word it a little differently. I don't know. We've decided to go with someone else. Is that a little more diplomatic? Ah, The message made me realize I'd really rather not hear. And I certainly learned long ago not to wonder about it. Because usually you don't hear. The other thing I've been thinking about this week is teen parties, naturally, because, of course, Catherine spoke about Violet wanting to host a party on a recent episode of Telling Everybody Everything, and I think it was a brilliant idea for her to get the parents to sign a waiver. I wish I had thought of that back in the day. Would it have changed anything? Possibly the only thing it might have changed could have been their desire to have a party at my house. I never understood why they wanted to have parties in my house to begin with because I didn't allow all kinds of shenanigans like some of the other parents did. And I'm pretty sure my children thought that I was being unreasonable at the time. But I was always, always worried first and foremost about their safety And then secondly, about my liability. There is no way that I want someone's minor child in the hospital or dying of alcohol poisoning in a car accident from impaired driving after they leave my house, a broken neck from diving in our shallow four-foot deep pool. I don't want them sexually assaulted at my house. I don't want them pregnant, even from consensual sex that happened at my house. Any injuries from fighting, you know. Teenagers can be a bit like teen elephants, apparently. They get a little aggressive. Plus, selfishly, I didn't really want to deal with damage, theft, hours of cleaning the next day. You know, that kind of thing. The logistics of it all. If they were going to a party or a sleepover at someone else's house, I used to call or visit the parents to confirm that they would be home and that the party was being held with their knowledge. But even with that precaution... I knew a lot of parents used to say, nah, they're going to do it anyway, so I would rather they just drank at my house. Well, I'm not comfortable with my 14 or 15-year-old drinking at your house, and I'm not comfortable letting other people's children drink at my house. Is it smarter to just make it easy for them? I think there's a big difference between having a drink with family and going to a party where the parents buy everyone booze, or they buy them weed and kegs of beer, and then go inside and watch TV and just don't even pay attention to what's going on. But I might have been wrong about that. If I didn't aid in a bet underage drinking, was I 
just pushing them into the arms of older guys who would get them what they wanted? I admit that I did not then, and I certainly don't profess now to have the right answers. All we can do as parents, really, is just muddle through and try to do our best. On the other hand, I did want the children to feel welcome and comfortable gathering at my place as long as they weren't misbehaving. If they were at my place, I could keep a bit of an eye on what was going on. Plus, I could get a sense of what their friends were like. We all know that the friends become such an important influence on teens. I want to know if they're hanging out with unmotivated drug or alcohol abusers. Because if they are, they're more likely to become unmotivated drug and alcohol abusers themselves. So I worried. It's not easy walking the line between giving them agency while ensuring they're safe and not heading down a path that could completely derail or even end their lives. Let's just say I was pretty wound up when mine were at that vulnerable teen stage. I'm sure they thought I was mean at times, but I was worried and I never felt confident that I was handling anything right. And there were a lot of people who'd never had children, or at least who'd not yet had teens, giving me all kinds of unsolicited advice. And I sometimes used to think if they had their own little kids, I'd think, oh, you wait. And you know what? I was right in some of those situations. You wait. But anyway, it's nothing to gloat about. It's just the way it is. And during the time when my children were teens, if someone said they were having a baby, I smiled, of course, and beamed with happiness for them as I concealed a visceral knot of anxiety because as much as I loved, and I mean loved, raising my children, my fear for them when they started pulling away from me and changing was gut-wrenching. Needless to say, I allowed myself to be talked into a few parties at the house Maybe some of them went well, and I don't remember those, but I'll never forget the ones that did not go well. One of the highlights was Catherine's best friend Caitlin's 15th birthday party. Just a few friends, I was assured. I think the proposed number might have been 10 or 15. They're only 15 years old, I thought. How bad could it get? I knew all these kids, and they were good kids. They all did fine at school. They weren't They weren't up to no good. They were all involved in extracurricular sports and other activities. Okay, so I agreed, but only the ones who were invited were going to be allowed in. I have no idea how word got around back in the olden days before ubiquitous social media, but it didn't take long for a few extras to be invited in. Before I knew it, I felt as though my house was swarmed. I started manning the door and turning people away because the kids who'd been answering the door were just letting anybody and everybody in. I guarded the stairs so people would stay in the rec room in the basement. I didn't want them upstairs in the bedrooms. Whenever I found out kids were using my bedroom or my ensuite bathroom, I kind of felt violated. I stepped outside at one point to see someone on his hands and knees throwing up on the front lawn. My father, Ted, showed up, one of his impromptu drop-ins, so he didn't stay. But he did order the guy on his hands and knees to get up and get the hell out of there. Get the hell out of here. Go on. I went back into the house. How is this happening? I checked the basement. 
Someone had thrown up on Catherine's bed. There was vomit plugging the wash tub downstairs. Someone told me whose it was, and as I donned my rubber gloves and scooped it into a plastic bag, I threatened to freeze it and mail it to his mother. Not that it would have made any difference. I tried to get some of the people I didn't recognize to leave. I went outside again. So many people were swarming our little street. A couple of enormous hairy, like facial hair hairy, grown men were standing on my driveway smoking. What are you doing here? I demanded. We heard there was a party here on the cab dispatcher, so we're checking it out. Oh my God, this is a 15-year-old's party. You have to leave. What are you doing here then? One of them asked. I'm the mother, I said. Leave now. Jesus. When I went back inside, I called the police, hoping they would come and clear everyone out. I let the people inside know that the cops were on their way, which motivated a lot of them to leave. I waited for the police to come to the door, but they never did. Apparently, they just drove up the street and told everyone to leave. <sighs> At the end of the day, no one was hurt, thankfully, that I know of. A few of them were just sick and hung over, and nothing was damaged. It was just a mess to be cleaned up, and everything was calm and under control by the time Catherine's father got home. I'm pretty sure that Catherine and Caitlin viewed that party as a resounding success. I guess they had fun while I was tearing my hair out trying to establish order. I never did mail the frozen vomit to that guy's mother. He probably wouldn't have cared anyway, and she probably would have just thought I was out of my mind. Which might have been a fair assessment. It kind of was. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There were a few other parties and gatherings, and even though they were of a much less grand scale, I didn't have to call the cops to clear crowds off the street. I was always nervous about them. Small gatherings where they insisted they weren't drinking, but they were. I served a friend of mine gin one night that was actually water in a gin bottle. Mm-hmm. One night, Catherine called me because some people she had not invited were at the house and wouldn't leave. I came home and confronted these smug, entitled little shits sitting in my backyard beside a keg of beer they had brought. You need to leave now, I told them. One of them said, No, we don't. Your daughter invited us here. Can you imagine? Well, now I was livid. How dare they? Even if she had invited them, they were now being invited to leave by the actual homeowner. 
Get out, now. They just smirked at me. I grabbed the drink out of one of the guy's hands and threw it in his face. Get the hell out of here this minute. They went to reach for the back door. Nope. No, you are not going in my house. You get out the way you came in. I think Catherine had told me that they had hopped the fence. So I picked up their keg and chased them to the gate. Go faster, faster. You're not going fast enough. As they climbed over the gate, I threw their keg over after them. The gate must have been locked. When I told some of my work colleagues the next day, one of them pointed out that I should not have thrown the drink in the boy's face because he could have charged me with assault. (sighs) You have to be kidding me. I guess you have to be careful, because that would have been the last thing I needed at that point, an assault charge. I also cannot go to sleep when there is nocturnal noise or if all the children aren't home and I know they're home and safe. If anyone to this day is still awake downstairs, I have to be awake. One night there was a gal's sleepover, and I went upstairs to bed thinking they had all settled in. I think they were watching a movie or something. Of course, when the door quietly opened and closed, I heard it. I laid awake, listening. Finally, I came downstairs to find some boys lying about alongside the girls. Get out, I ordered. Someone had apparently also gone out to pick up some fast food. There was no such thing as Uber Eats back then. And I used to ask them, why are you doing this here? Some of your friends have parents who allow drinking and boys over the age of 12. That was my rule. No boys over the age of 12 are allowed in the house once I've gone to bed. Mom, he's not in love with me, would be the protest. I don't care. He doesn't have to be in love with you. They have to be gone when I'm in bed. (sighs) I think Joanne only actually had one party. It was a cast party after one of the shows she was in. And I recall that one as completely uneventful. But then there was Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Carrie is the party starter to this day, even at the ripe old age of 35. But the problem is she also suffered from a condition I like to call early onset of sexiness, or use. Use is a dangerous condition when a very young girl is attractive to older boys and men before she has the emotional maturity to be less easily manipulated. The sufferer is flattered by the inappropriate attention she is bound to get. And I'm not being funny. We've seen more than enough recent news reports and documentaries about how much damage this can cause. I believe all young girls are vulnerable in this way, but use increases the risk. They might feel special when an older boy buys them booze, invites them to parties, shows up at one of their parties. Again, I wasn't trying to kill anyone's fun, but the risk of derailing your life at that age is high. And as I said to Carrie, I don't want you sexually assaulted. I don't want you pregnant, dead in a car accident, dead in a ditch. I allowed her to have one party at the house that, again, I was assured only about 10 people would be there. And she was only 14, so I thought it should be okay. I was going to be home. I was seeing Abe by then, so he came over that night, and we decided we would just watch a movie in the basement. Carrie assured me that she would come and get us if there were any issues. The party was in the backyard. 
I ordered them some pizza, periodically looked out the window to check on things, and then we eventually figured things were okay, so we settled in to watch a movie. At some point, I went upstairs to check. I could have sworn I heard like footsteps running around upstairs, so I went up to check, and I don't recall exactly whether people had already left or what the situation was by then. But apparently, rather than getting me, Carrie, or one of her friends, contacted one of the friend's older siblings to come over and restore order. Why had she not let me know? Probably because she thought I'd be angry, or she thought she'd never be allowed to have another party if anything went wrong. (sighs) I should ask Carrie if she remembers why. All I remember is that there were bottles, garbage, and pizza thrown over the fence into the neighbor's yard. Neighbors do not appreciate this. And there were ashtrays and a planter dumped into my pool. Abe helped me clean up the mess, which was very kind of him. He didn't live there. I was just dating him at the time. I was so upset, partly because I don't understand why anyone of any age would choose to be destructive like that. What kind of person goes to someone's house and throws garbage all over the place? Where's the fun in dumping a planter in someone's pool? I don't understand it. People might say, oh, that's kids for you. No, I don't buy it. What person over the age of three doesn't know that that is stupid and pointless and just unkind? I would never have done something like that, not at any age. So I can just, I just cannot understand it when it happens. These were supposedly not feral children. They were regular teens from our community, friends of my children's. I would be horrified if I thought one of my children behaved this way at someone else's home. I'm pretty sure they didn't. Carrie went to the neighbors the next day to apologize for the noise and clean up the mess that had been thrown over the fence. One thing I can say about Carrie, even when she was young, she always took responsibility. She wasn't afraid to step up and say, yep, I'm responsible for this. What can I do to fix it? I used to hear from other parents, Carrie is so helpful. She helps clean up. She's delightful to chat with. And that's the other thing about Carrie. She's not only the party starter, she's the problem solver. Here's a mess. I'll help you with that. Someone's sick in the toilets? Drink all this water until you get sick. You'll thank me later. Is your mom getting nervous about the party? I'll have a nice chat with her at the kitchen table. Put her mind at ease. She used to tell me a story about one officer in particular. I think his name was Officer Ted. He would often show up to a party when the neighbors called to break it up. The teens would disperse like cockroaches in the night when a light is switched on. But Carrie? Carrie would approach the officer, smiling, and greet him with a friendly, Hello, Officer Ted. Great to see you again. Hi, Carrie. Have you been drinking? Oh, heck no, Officer Ted. Wow. You must feel pretty good about yourself. You're very impressive. Look at how scared all those kids were. Did you see how they took off? Do you need a ride home, Carrie? Oh, no thank you, officer. I don't think my parents would appreciate me showing up in a cruiser. Of course, she had been drinking. But when you smile and greet someone with confidence, you earn some degree of trust, whether you deserve it or not. 
I had a party at the house for Catherine's 19th birthday, which is the drinking age in Ontario. You can legally do everything else here when you're 18, but you can't have a drink until you're 19. I would never bother with a birthday party for an adult unless they really wanted one. But she loved to host a party, and at least now she was of legal drinking age, even though a handful of her friends might not have been. But that gave me a lot more comfort about the whole situation. This would be fine. I had hot food catered. She agreed that she would be happy to have adults there who had been part of her life, from theater, a few of my friends who had known her all her life. It was really nice. I let everyone know as they arrived that there was no glass allowed in the backyard. Aside from the obvious safety hazard, I didn't want broken glass to damage the pool liner. I thought it was a lovely party. I periodically went around taking glass bottles and glasses inside and giving people plastic glasses in return. But then, some young guy hopped over to me with his big toe practically split in half, blood dripping all over. Someone had ignored the glass warning, well, a lot of people had. Someone had broken something, probably a lot of people had broken things, And he had stepped on it, and one of the other friends took him to the hospital for stitches. Oh, God, am I going to be sued for this? Thankfully, his toe healed, and thankfully, I wasn't sued. As people started to leave, I heard one guy yell all the way from out front, Hey, Abe, why don't you get a girlfriend your own age, you fucking faggot? Door slam, tires screeching. Lovely. As we cleaned up the next day, I was just so disappointed to find more broken glass, empty booze and beer bottles, which should have been kept inside, garbage stuffed in the garden, ashtrays dumped, uneaten food, plates and all thrown in the garden, garbage, food, bottles strewn on the neighbor's lawns. The disrespect of it all is what I found so upsetting. Does this happen at everyone else's house? Do adults do this? Teens are old enough to know that this is incredibly disrespectful behavior. The thing is, I love teens. I've always loved chatting with them, listening to them when, when, they, when they would talk to me. I care deeply about their well-being. I understand what a challenging time of life this is for them. So many enormously challenging changes physically, including brain development, emotionally, socially, And these days, with social media, they have a lot of things to deal with that we didn't have to. They're inundated with so much information. How do you make sense of what's real and what's not? Big life decisions to be made. They have so much energy, so much passion for fun. And I want them to have fun. I want them to feel happy. I want them to feel welcome in our communities, to feel a sense of belonging. I think it's very important. But when they do this to your home or your local park, they aren't doing themselves any favors. And these aren't even the worst behaved or the most troubled ones. These are the normal ones who probably all grew up to be reasonably well-adjusted adults. What about the lonely, depressed teens who feel completely disconnected, unmotivated, or hopeless? Maybe broken glass and a mess should have been the least of my worries. Maybe we should all, as parents, just suck it up, have the parties so we know they're safe, and so they have somewhere to have fun together. 
Maybe we should worry more about the teens who don't go to the parties. I don't know. Maybe if I had to do it again, I would just let them have their fun, not worry so much, and make sure I was available in case anyone got hurt. Maybe that's what I should have done. Because those teens are going to grow up someday, and someday they're going to deal with their own teens. Karma's a bitch, isn't it? Thank you for listening. If you have anything you'd like to share, email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. And I'd appreciate it if you took a few minutes to rate, review, and for those of you who have rated or reviewed, I really appreciate it. See you next week. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.